Two KG Sports Minds have created a podcast to answer one very important question. What's the spread? Now here are your hosts, Brad Thomas and Miles Markowitz. Welcome in What's the Spread? It's time for one of my favorite episodes of the year, the New Year's Six Bowl Predictions. The New Year's Six Bowls are actually my favorite bowls to watch. Honestly, you think about like, Outside the bowls that we go to because we're we're privileged and we live in Orlando and we have a ton of bowls here, these are the bowls that everyone loves. So before we get to the college football playoff projections, which will be at the end here, let's start with the Cotton Bowl. Now, the Cotton Bowl this year is going to be an at-large versus an at-large, and what that means is it's going to be the Group of Five champion versus whoever UCF is going to play. Yes. Right? <laughs> I mean, isn't isn't that what we can agree I'm on? I'm definitely going to say charge on there. And, and I'm, I'm in 100% agreement. UCF is going to be the at-large bid for the Group of Five. They're going to be their representative. And we've spent a lot of time in the offseason here. Uh, go back and take a listen to our Group of Five episode. We've spent a lot of time on UCF. At this point, I just think that, that they've separated themselves so far yes. from the rest of the Group of Five competition. Brandon Wilbush, officially named as the starter, I, I think he's going to have a really good year for them. Uh I got UCF. I like that a lot. Um, I have UCF versus Texas. Um, I also have Texas in this game. Initially, I bounced it with Oklahoma, but then I well, had... Well, you have Texas winning the Big 12, I right? have Texas winning the Big 12. I went back and forth between Oklahoma winning the Big 12, but that was more of me just wanting Oklahoma to play Alabama in the playoff, but I still have them... Okay, so let me just... How I come to this conclusion. The Big 12 is going gonna, is, is gonna to be unfair for them this year because... I already have Oklahoma and Texas playing each other twice this year, Red River Showdown in the Big 12 Championship. So that I feel like they're going to split the series. That's one loss each. And then I think this is a down year for Oklahoma. A lot of their offensive line, offensive line is good. Sure, they got Jalen Hurts. That's So I'm going to say they're going to be stuck with another loss. One of those teams, both those teams are going to be two losses. We're not putting a two-loss team in the playoff. So we got to have Texas in the uh, Cotton Bowl. UCF-Texas would be a great bowl game. And hopefully UCF goes into that game healthy this year yeah right all right so for the orange bowl it is going to be acc against either sec or big 12 for me it's going to be sec the sec west i'm going to tell you right now i've got four teams coming out of the sec west to represent in the i think that far and above that is the best division of college football. i could see lsu texas a&m georgia and alabama all winning 10 games this year texas a&m is going to have to end up playing five top Five oh, top ten. They teams? have the toughest schedule in the country. That's crazy. There's no doubt. But Unfair. also, did else you have four top ten? Nine teams. or ten wins going. Into, I think they had nine yeah. wins last year. So nine wins could get you into this game as well. Okay. So for the Orange Bowl, uh, I think the ACC is going to be so bad after Clemson beats up on everybody. I've actually got Notre Dame being the representative. You here. have Notre Dame being the representative. See, okay, this is what I was telling you about. I, I was so high on Miami all off season. Miami switches quarterbacks. I got even more excited about Miami. But then I really started to think about it, and this is more digging into the uh, Miami-Florida game, and I was just thinking about how good can Miami really be? I have to stick to my guns. I still think Miami finishes second in the ACC, finishes higher than Notre Dame. Ian books the truth, whatever. I think Notre Dame takes back. They, they lost a lot of first and second team All-Americans on that team that they have to replace. So I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Toughest schedule they've had in ages. I got Miami finishing higher than Notre Dame 
um, in the rankings. And then I have them versus LSU because I do think LSU will finish as a borderline top 10 team this year. Well, as I've said about Ed Orgeron and LSU, I think that that program has the ability to be a 10 win or to have a 10 win season every single year. Yep. I, I don't really see them exceeding those expectations moving forward no. as long as Alabama is going to be beating them every year, which it's safe to say that, that it's, it's still going to happen the for West the foreseeable future. And, and the West is going to so. be brutal. Yeah. Uh, but I still think they're going to be a great team. I've got LSU and Notre Dame in the Orange Bowl. All right. The granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. Big 10 versus Pac-12. Pac-12 is not getting a team in the championship. That's for sure. In the playoff, you mean? No, in the playoff. That's yeah. for sure. Right. So we can agree on I'm that. I'm getting my Pac-12 winner, which I I think they're going to win handily, but I didn't want them to win. I'm going with Utah. It's going to be the, the Brett Huntley um, and Zach Moss show all season. I want to hear your Pac-12 first before I give you my... Uh, sure. Uh, I got to go with my Pac-12 winner, right? So I'm sticking with Oregon, which I cannot wait to see uh, what Oregon does against Auburn there to open the season. Wait, they were getting me so hyped with these Oregon hype videos. If Oregon can win on the road, man... They well, can... no one does hype videos better than Oregon. <laughs> You're right. Like Every every scene is a different jersey. I'm like, oh, God, I'm hyped. Um, and sorry, Miles, but my Rose Bowl, back-to-back season Rose Bowl... I think it's going to be victor of the Rose Bowl twice, Ohio State. Sure. You say that like, oh, but but, but they're going to win. It's okay. <laughs> I've got Michigan in the Rose Bowl, uh, and they will not be the Big Ten champion, but I've got uh, Michigan finishing close behind Ohio State. So I think a Michigan-Oregon Rose Bowl or, hell, Ohio State. Utah, I want it. Whoever plays, it's always a great matchup yes. with the Rose Bowl because they've kept their contracts yeah. with the Big Ten and the Pac-12, so you know, usually it's, it's going to be a good matchup. I wanted an Ohio State-Oregon. I mean, we can still get that in the playoff, hypothetically. I yeah. want to see that matchup. Yeah, Oregon's not gonna make the playoffs, Oregon's right? Not. No, not a chance. The Pac-12 is gonna eat each other alive. Yeah, they sure. are. There's a lot of talent in the Pac-12. All right, Sugar Bowl gave us a great game last year with Georgia and Texas. Uh, this year, I have Oklahoma as the winners of the Big 12. So Big 12 does not get into the playoff, and I've got them playing Texas A&M. Wow, impressive! If oh my god, if Texas A&M makes it to a New Year's Six Bowl, as a Bama fan, I am going to be scared for years to come because you already should be scared for years to come, Brad. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you like, right now, Jimbo is building something I'm special in A&M. I already think he's ahead of schedule. If they if they are that ahead of schedule and they annihilate, I think they this proved it last year. Who in I, the Clemson game? I think they approved it that they were ahead of schedule. What was that? His third game at the program, they almost took down the, the national champions. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I mean, we're going to have SEC teams all over this place, but I got Florida finishing number three in the SEC. Wow, you got them finishing high. I got them finishing high. What were they last year? They were well, about, last year? about the same. I'm, I'm not saying it's outrageous. I'm just, I think I'm just lower on Florida than everyone else's. I'm just thinking about players that left compared to players that stayed. <laughs> Competition they're playing. I think they're going to win their first game. You think of the tough games on their schedule. I think that they are the team in the East to actually give Georgia a run for their money. Yeah, I, I, I just defense feel like allow, defense only allowed fifteen point eight points. Well, per the defense game is always something. good, right? Have, it's it's defense, good every year, though. You have a defense that are, that is allowing that is only allowing like less than I'll say seventeen as a number. I think it's fifteen point uh, eight was the number. Um, but if you have a defense that's that good, and you have a a quarterback who's on his another year for Felipe Bay Franks, I think. They don't have to play as conservative on offense. Like, in terms of you think of how Miami's going to play with the true freshman, they're going to rely on that defense 100%. Florida doesn't really have to do that because they know their defense will get stops. They'll be able to go for it more. They'll be able to play a little bit more loose, and I think that's going to help Franks. 
I think that there's there's a couple programs in the East. I think Tennessee and Missouri both have the ability to play spoiler this year in a couple games over in the East, and I think that the West is just so far and above oh, God. what the East is providing right now. But the problem is every team in the West has to play every team in the West, and every team in the West is, can beat every team in the West. I'd, I'd be curious to see the crossover numbers, right? I yeah. mean, just, just starting with Florida-LSU, I, I don't Florida, see Florida LSU beating LSU one. again. I, I mean, it, Is that it, a road game or a home game? I can't remember off the top of my head. That's a road head. game for them. Road sure. game. Yeah, yeah. so... Not to spend too much time on that. I, yeah, I don't want to. We're on a but, I mean, for that I, one. I think that for both of us, it was there was really outside of the SEC, there was really nobody else who could emerge in these bowl games. Oh my god, I, I, I'm excited to talk about the uh, the college football playoff because oh god, a dream world. Alabama would finish number one. Oklahoma would finish number four. Jalen Hurts <laughs> versus his old ball coach and Nick Saban. But sorry, Oklahoma fans. Jalen Hurts is not in my top four. I don't even have it in my top five. Let's start with the Fiesta Bowl. Miles. So, assuming that the number one team gets to pick their site. Yeah. Right? This is a tough one. Number one team picks their site. So, I'll just start with mine. So, I've two got uh, number two versus number three in the yeah. Fiesta Bowl. I've got Clemson as the number two team. Alabama as the number three team. So we get Clemson, Alabama again, but it's not going to be in the national championship. No, I, I don't think that would. I don't think Clemson would pick the Peach Bowl. Well, I've got, I got Georgia over in the Peach Bowl as the oh number my, one seed. Let me shut up. I'm ruining it. I'm ruining <laughs> the surprise. See, this was a tough one for me, and I, I actually have um, Alabama picking the Peach Bowl versus number three Michigan, and I stuck to my guns. But then I, I wanted to uh, regress on that statement a little bit. Um, before the whole world attacks me, the whole sports world, I'm not as high on Michigan as I was a couple weeks ago. I've just really, first I got a little, I don't know, a little flustered with that pick. I'm not three is a reach. It, that means Michigan's going to win out. They're going to win every game, and there are three games on their schedule where they can easily win. I mean, easily lose a game. So you've got Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. I have Michigan in the Peach Bowl at three. I'm just saying that this was I, this is me sticking to my guns while I was building this out through as we have gone through the summer of football. Okay, I'm not changing my statement. I don't care how outlandish I, I feel. I want to stay true to what I've been building up to as we've done the summer of football in the Fiesta in the um, Fiesta Bowl. Remember what I just do? I have the Peach Bowl now. I don't know. I'm, I'm just confused myself. You're all over the place. All right. <laughs> I, I that was my Fiesta Bowl. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was asking you. Now my Peach Bowl. Okay. I have Clemson <laughs> versus Georgia. All right. And the reason the reason I put, the reason I had to put them in the Peach Bowl. I know it's in Georgia. I know number one is going to be Clemson. But I think Clemson has something to prove. Clemson's going to be coming in again with this. Rest of y'all t-shirt jargon BS that they that they heard one time from one person that they said it's Alabama and the rest of y'all. It's the SEC and the rest of y'all. They don't care. Clemson is gonna come is on another mission to destroy whoever is in their way. I just don't agree that Clemson is just gonna roll through everybody again this year. You you think about when was the last time that anybody had back to back 14 and 0 seasons. Even Alabama hasn't been able I to think, do that I think in their Clemson, dynasty. I think Clemson has one game on their calendar that's scheduled that they get past that game. But 
here's the thing. I don't think Clemson's going to lose one of the big games. It's gonna they're gonna get you think tripped, they're gonna get tripped up? up. It's just. It, they're going into the season as a favorite. They're go- they're riding this win streak. When's the last time a number one overall has won national championship? Two thousand eight. It never happens because, it, season, because they think? can't handle the pressure. And now you and now you've got to win. Yeah, I think so. What fifteen games now in a season? Clemson was fifteen and zero last year. So basically, they would have to go thirty and zero. This year, I don't think that we're going to see any undefeated teams in the college football playoff. None. I think that there is enough parity. In the country now, that the, the programs that have been trying to catch up to, to Bama and Clemson, the programs like Georgia, the programs like Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas, this gap will be closing this year. The coaching, the talent, it the is problem, too damn good to see Bama and Clemson run away with this thing again. It won't happen. The problem with, with that statement, right? I love your statement. But I think it's so interchangeable, but it's still bracketed between... A couple teams. Like, I'm not... I think Georgia could easily be... Like, you you take my predictions for Alabama. I think you can flip-flop that with Georgia. Right? Although I do think Alabama has the edge. But I'm not saying... I don't think that, like, a Pac-12, Big 12 is going to be in this year. Why? Because they're beating each other up. But when you think about the SEC, I think Georgia has a great chance to finish undefeated in the SEC. And, and Alabama has a great chance to finish undefeated in the SEC. Or even LSU. You know what I mean? But... I, I don't know, and that, and that just might be because I, I spend my head too much in the SEC. That's why I don't care if you if you say Alabama or Georgia. I think both teams get in. If not, I think the better of the two teams this season makes it to the championship and wins. I think that all four teams could have one loss. We may even get our first two-loss team in the playoff this year. With how brutal the SEC West schedule is and how much pressure is on Clemson, I just think everything is adding up. And you know how much I like Georgia. I've got Georgia at number one in the Peach Bowl, and I've got them playing Ohio State at number four. The fact that everybody is riding Michigan, that is exactly where Ohio State wants everybody to be. Everybody needs to focus on Michigan because they cannot handle the pressure. They never have been able to handle the pressure. And because Urban Meyer steps out of the program, here's what everybody forgets, Brad. Michigan has to Michigan has to go to Wisconsin to open the season for Big 12 play, right? That's a tough one to start the season at Wisconsin. They've got Notre Dame on the schedule. Season, you know, start the big, big Ten. Right. Uh, they've, they've got Notre Dame on the schedule again, which Notre I think they'll Dame. win, but that, that's another difficult non-conference game. But the thing about Ohio State and Michigan is, and, and, and last year, that was Ryan Day's offense last year. That was not Urban Meyer's offense. Yeah. Urban Meyer took a step back last year. He was gone for the first four games of the season last year with, with, with all that controversy. He was handing the program off to Ryan Day early. So my my point about Ohio State is they will not will not miss a beat going into this year. And I think that Ohio State will continue to be one of the premier programs. They have been right up there. If you look at records overall over the past five years, Ohio State record is is right up there. They're always, with always the, phenomenal. With the juggernauts. But the problem is that they always lose one game a year that gets them out of the playoff discussion. I think. That knocks them out. I think, and this is going to be another year for them. But I, I, my biggest thing with Ohio State is why I, I had Michigan ahead of them. There's, <clears throat> it's like rolling the dice on how good your grad, tra- your grad, um, not grad transfer, your transfer quarterback who couldn't win the starting job is. You're rolling the dice with Justin Fields, phenomenal coming out of high school, couldn't win the job. But he couldn't win the job because he wasn't a Kirby Smart quarterback. 
That's fair. That's a very fair assessment. I, I, I'm not I, saying I, no, but, but but I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that point up because this is what everyone's been telling me. He didn't win the job. Even Buckeye fans are telling me this. Well, he didn't. Keep in mind, he didn't. It's not that he didn't win the job. It's that Fromm already had the job. Don't don't take it as me saying that I think anything less of Justin Fields. I'm saying that. Look at how many of these guys came in, win the job, and make it to the championship. There's one who's going to slip up coming coming here soon. And, and it's okay. New coach, new head coach. That's not a fair assessment to say new coach but with Ryan Day. But new head coach, new quarterback. J.K. Dobbins is still a beast. Um, it's going to be an interesting year. Yeah, I, it, if I can shine the light on Georgia now, I'm really Let's high on it. Georgia that's why I have them at number one. I think that this is the yeah, year that they that they beat year. Alabama in the SEC championship game. I've been saying it for years that I think Kirby Smart has been building a program that can keep up with the best of them. And I think that the combination of Jake Fromm, DeAndre Swift, and all of those four and five star recruits on the defensive side of the ball, now's the time for Georgia. They've been right there against Alabama two years in a row. You know what? And the, they've blown both games. The problem with that that statement, those two years. They played Alabama, especially last year. And God dang, I hate making this statement because if I say this and I jinx it, I would feel like I'm the jinx. Alabama has been so banged up. Their key defensive players have been injured. This year they're coming back. Terrell Lewis is coming back. We got Diggs coming back, who's a preseason All-American corner. Finally, the defense, I mean, we did lose our inside linebacker, but he was a replacement guy. But the, the big names are finally healthy. If they stay healthy, this will be one of those good saving defenses again. Last year was the first time, first time, Nick Saban has an Alabama defense that finished outside the top 10 in points allowed per game. We'll, we'll never agree on this. So who's who you got in the national championship game? You already know. You don't even need to ask me. I got Clemson versus Alabama. I think this is going to be the revenge year, which the revenge tour year. I think Alabama notches Clemson. And it's going to be a game. Of a lifetime. Well, isn't that what they say every year about Alabama and Clemson? I didn't hear that last year. No one thought Alabama had a chance. I think Bama fans just want to forget last year, Brad. The only people who thought Bama fans had a chance last year were Bama fans. And we knew we were banged up, but it it was hopeless optimism. All right, I've got Georgia and Clemson playing in the national championship game. I do think Clemson slips up during the regular season, but I've got Georgia winning it all. I, I, I... and, and sticking with Georgia, this has been my final four since the season ended last year. So, you know, I'm sticking with that original pick. It's so fair. It's so fair to even say that Clemson finishes as as low as four because we know they got a great offense. Travis Etienne, they got Justin Ross, they got Trevor Lawrence. How do you replace your your your, your four down your 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 defensive front like? That's not just something you could just go out and buy, guys. I know they had good guys behind those guys, but there's a difference between good and elite. And it's fair to say that Clemson takes a step back. Well, it's either the emergence of a dynasty or or the parody emerges Congratulations. Th- that I think is going to happen. You had your run. Right. One of the two. Man, football season's here. I'm so excited. I, we get to argue about football all year, but you know what? It's going to be different than our, in our next episodes outside of the rest of the summer football. So we're be talking about Betting. We're going to be talking about making money. We're going to be lining our pockets. We're going to be at sporting events. That's the beauty of this podcast is that we get to talk about sports. We get to talk about football. We get to tell people how to make money, and we get to actually make the money ourselves. 
and bottom line is SEC is still king of college football. I mean, that's I, I, I think that other conferences are catching up. I still think that the Big Ten has better coaching. I think the SEC has better players. I think the Pac-12 is getting much deeper and much better. Pac-12 is getting so deep. I think that this uh, Lincoln-Riley-Tom Herman rivalry in the Big 12 is going to create a lot of good Oklahoma and Texas teams over the years. Players? Uh, players are tired of going to these SEC teams and having to wait three years to get a shot. That's where the parity is coming from. The good coaching outside the SEC and players that don't want to sit behind someone for hopes to get a ring. The Power Five that has a lot of work to do is the ACC because I just don't see any emerging programs no, behind Clemson. Uh, I've got high expectations for Miami with this new regime. Yes. Where's Florida State? Still don't know. Um, the defense needs help. I, 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 don't, I don't really expect anything either. They've been hurting. So I don't see anybody emerging with the ACC, but we've got a lot of good teams coming out of other conferences. So I do think the gap is closing, but the SEC is still at the top for now. I projected um, while, while I was building this that there's going to be a surprise team in the playoff this year. If you just had to take a wild guess, I know I'm putting you on the spot. If you had to pick one team who is the surprise wild card team, who would you put in there? Well, I mean, I would have to, outside of the four teams I have in here, it, it would have to be my Big 12 champion or Pac-12 champion. I don't know that Oregon would be a surprise. Uh, hell, maybe even, even come out of the Big 10. I mean, Penn State. Penn State or uh, like a Nebraska, Texas A and M, and Nebraska. Damn you! Uh, but but that's where it gets difficult, right? Because there's really no clear path for any of those teams to no. get to the playoff. No, that was fun. Yeah, that was really fun, guys. Thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Please be sure to download our episode. But also, we had a good episode here. Comment, like, rate, subscribe.